Welcome to Live with Dom Marie here at Dom Marie Healthy and Fit, where we continue to bring you inspirational stories from around the world. Today's guest is Stina Jordanson. She is a personal coach on mindful living and moving forward with compassion and working with authentic women around the world. All right. So... We are recording on Spotify right now, so everyone can follow up. If they miss the interview, they can go and listen to everything that we're going to be talking about. So, with all that being said, thank you <laughs> for the third <laughs> event and honoring us today um, to tell us about your incredible journey and story. So, I would like to um, into tell you everyone she lives in Norway so the time zone difference is really late for you yeah. yeah so thank you for staying up so late to do this interview with us here out in California I really appreciate that and um, mindful living with you um, with um, Stina is an incredible page so all of you please follow her Please check out her information and also her website to help you live a healthier, better, mindful life. With that being said, I we got to talk this morning, which was an incredible talk. And I want you to give us some information about your mindfulness first, and then we're gonna I'm gonna ask you about what happened in 2011. So how about you introduce yourself? to our viewers and what your current job and position is today. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me and having me and doing the amazing journey you have done and the things you, you do. I, I really appreciate it. So I, my name is Tina and I live in Norway with my two teens and husband. Mm -hmm. And um, today I'm trying to build, I have my own business with teaching mindfulness and combining it with mindset. So that is what I've done. I, I was educated as a prison officer and worked along many years in prison and we're going to come into the story, but I've been having groups. I love to work with people in groups. But then COVID nineteen came and things changed. So now I'm got I'm not, I'm just getting used to this and building Instagram and I have connected with some amazing people and one of them is Dr. Renee and she she reached out and we did we have done some amazing things together. She's amazing. I love Dr. Renee. Yes, we've had her on our show before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. so but I, I just want to say it's mindfulness and it's mindset. But the things I have with Renee has also been yoga for kids. So my journey has just been amazing because I teach children, teens, and yoga too. That's incredible. Yeah. So you are very well-rounded in the aspect of mindfulness, healing, moving forward, and following that path of health and journey which yeah. is incredible, but let's go back a few yeah. years ago and um, 2011, you had yeah. a life-changing experience and let's talk about that. 
before that happened, you were a stay-at-home mom, you were the soccer mom, the, you know, all every mom does, run around with kids, and your life changed in 2011. How about we share that yeah. story? On that time, I was working uh, as a prison officer, and I was actually building my business back then, already in 2006. Mm -hmm. I had a company together with a colleague of mine. We were teaching motivational interviewing, even in the university, and I was I was having this amazing job in prison, great colleagues, and I was working with inmates in groups, teaching them a program in cognitive behavior therapy, and I loved it. And I was, as you said, I was, um, I was, I was so engaged in my kids. I was a soccer uh, coach and uh, engaged in their school. And I was asking myself, health, moving my body has always been very important to me. Mm -hmm. And I was playing soccer at the time, and one match, and it changed my whole life. I was, uh, I got this head and neck injury. What do you say, Don Marie? I. I crashed into another another person. Yeah. Yeah. So you had yeah. head trauma. Both both of you collided. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I was hit on the left on the left side, and my neck was twisted. Oh. And even though I'm not a big sized woman, I'm I'm pretty tough. You know, I've done boxing, taekwondo. I love using my body, and always got up in my feet running again. But this time I had to be carried off. And, you know, when I was driving home, it was crazy because I, I felt my, my, the inside of my head was swollen. And I got home, had two kids, and I just, you know, I just continued my life. But my life wasn't the same. Yeah. So I started to have these, you know, obviously neck pain, headaches. I started to lose my short time memories, ah. and yeah, and and I had um, you know problems with concentration, and then it became a vicious cycle, right? Right. And I've shared my story about this, and when I do public, I've used this. It's called the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Okay. And on the bottom, on the bottom, there is the basic needs. You know, you need sleep, food, right? Right. And on the top, building you up to the top is like self-development, and and I was on the top, and I actually used this pyramid and I turned it upside down. On the worst, on the worst, uh, you know, on the worst cases, I was outside. I was lacking sleep and. And I will, it was it was so it was a breathing process. Okay. Did they yeah. um, bring you to the hospital to do like a brain scan to see if you had any bleeding in the brain or anything like that? No. No. They just kind of no. were like, okay, you just hit your head, you're fine. Yeah. And you know, I tried. I, I did so much. I tried so much to hold on to what I love, in my, in my job, my all my commitments with my family, being a coach and everything. But I slowly, you know, I couldn't do it anymore. I actually had had joked about it because I'd said before that the worst thing I could lose was, you know, the ability to use my mind because my work is using my mind, listening. Yeah. And, and observing people. That's so, difficult. So, 
how did you eventually find out that you had brain injury? Well, uh, it was not before I actually moved to Oslo just a couple of years ago that they couldn't, I was to this neuropsychology yeah, test nurse, yeah. and they found out that I had, um, I had um, ME. Yeah, I, that was the first diagnosis. Oh, what is that? Like, yeah. And, and check, check, check the, the symptoms. And somebody, I follow what Avril Lago told me, you know, I was put in this Facebook group. And I mean, it's okay to talk about what doesn't work, but okay, let's try to support each other and find some kind of what does work, you know, exactly. support each other. Yeah. So, and so I got first the um, MI. Uh-huh. And after a couple of years, I, I felt something in my body. It was too much pain. And then I got the diagnosis fibro... Fibromyalgia. Yeah. Fibromyalgia, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's a difficult um, disease to deal with because you are in chronic pain all over your body, which is very similar to what I live with every day with yes. multiple sclerosis. But the fibromyalgia is the autoimmune of the entire body um, yes. that affects you. And then um, my uh, MS is basically all in my brain that controls the rest of my body and what is happening. So fibromyalgia is definitely a very severe disease that is also not treatable. It's manageable, but it's not treatable. So that was very and, difficult and, for you. So as a mother well, of two and coming from being a mom full time and then you have this head injury and now you're trying to rebuild your career and moving forward with that, you then were in the prison working, mm -hmm. but you also yeah. found that you were able to help prisoners learn and move forward with their lives, which is amazing so well, tell us about that well the thing is that i did but because of the head injury because of my diagnosis i slowly couldn't stay at work so i tried to figure out can i do something else mm -hmm. so i tried to build my business with mindfulness yeah but here's the thing i slipped slowly into depression and here's another thing i came from a dysfunctional family i've uh, i've experienced violence and, and alcohol uh, I mm -hmm. lived in two foster homes and despite of this I had finally you know built my life with this prison officer my own family and then it was gone so mm -hmm. now I because of the depression I went into therapy and it was so severe that I went on medication for a a couple of years actually yeah and that was tough because my body did not you know the side effects so after a couple of years tell me about actually, it yeah yeah and actually what I did Don Marie was that I told my therapist I want to stop this medication he didn't think it was a good idea but I followed my heart and I went into medical yoga perfect yeah, so that was... How was it coming off of the medication? Because I know that all of the medications I was put on throughout the years, I became sepsis. I, everything was an allergic reaction with me. It was very difficult. 
And then, you know, when a couple of years ago, when I finally was at my last wit's end with all the medication, trying mm -hmm. to suppress my immune system, I tried to take my life, which we talked about, and the depression. And coming off of that medication is extremely difficult to do. It's not just like you just stop taking your medication. So how did your body react to being on that medication for a period of time and then you just stopped? Did you go through withdrawals and... Um, first of all, with all that I am, I cannot, you know, imagine the med medication. This was antidepressive and, and I didn't have this big doses and I was scared, but I really had faith and had an amazing um, medical yoga teacher because the thing is that I experienced more pain um. in my body and I was like you know this teacher she really supported me stay in there and, and we worked with uh, with these amazing yoga exercises and they helped me a lot and I did heart meditation uh, because there's a lot of healing yeah there was so much in my body so of course i reacted you know on foods like you you know that your immu immune system is is collapsed so oh, oh. oh my gosh Are you okay holy moly what yeah. was <laughs> I, I, you know i'm telling you there's some weird stuff going on today all right, let's start again. You, my iPad just went crashed to the floor. I'm so sorry. It's almost like there's just. I, I, I don't know what is going on today. I apologize, everybody. That kind of scared the daylights out of me. I apologize. All right, let's get back to where we were. Let's hope it doesn't fall again. All right, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Okay. You hear me? Yes. All right. Let's continue. Whew. Go ahead. So, <laughs> so I stayed in this yoga, and you know, I I've always taken care of my health, uh, eating healthy, moving my body as much as I could. I love being outdoors. So yeah. That's great. Then, yeah. So, so your yoga teacher was helping you get through the pain by focusing on your body to work with the pain instead mm. of against the pain, correct? Yeah, yeah, okay. with the pain, you know, and, and mindfulness too, just being aware and just, you know, showing yourself a lot of self-compassion because I had to know, we talked about this, it wasn't even... Uh, it wasn't even a question about rehabilitation. It was habilitation. It's about, you know, having to learn to to create a new life for yourself and know the new you. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, when I didn't have work, I went all in with my children. And when I didn't have all the energy with the children, it just became a vicious cycle. And I sat there and, and just looked out the window and, and like asked myself, who am I? Who am I? I was yeah. from childhood. You know, I had this um, limiting belief system inside me or conviction that I can only be loved if I do enough. 
So when I didn't get the intention, uh, you know, the, the attention or validation or whatever, I thought I always had to do more. I think that that is a bit, I'm glad that you said that because so many people struggle with this every single day and we all feel like we have to do so much more and we have to do one step better than the other person, but it's not true. If we just focus on the mindfulness, which you're doing today and the love for yourself and focus on what you can do as a person, that's when you start to come alive and everything around you connects the right way. It's letting go of that fear and letting go of what everybody expects you to be because you have to be your best advocate for your own life. You have to be the one that picks yourself up and moving forward and I'm really glad that you acknowledge that because so many of us in today's world keep rolling through everyday life thinking well this is how I have to be this is how I have to look but that's so not true it's your life your story your adventure take it and don't I mean get advice absolutely but when it comes down to the bottom line it's all up to you so I love that you brought that up and you finally realized that. And that's why you're so amazing today doing what you do, being a mindful coach and helping so many people around the world. Because you did. You went through tragedy. You went through trauma. And that's hard to deal with, any of us. I believe we've all gone through something in our life that has triggered something that holds us back. And once we realize what that is, it's like... The gates just open and we're free. Yeah. Right? And the thing is that, you know, today, I'm, I, I'm, it, it's like I'm happy it happened in a way because I become a person that I, I couldn't imagine me to become back then. But I've learned so many things and I've learned to really dig into and heal the, those wounds mm-hmm. and learning who I wanted to be. I, yeah. I think my life is much better today. Yeah. You know, I think that actually the head and neck injury was a wake up call in some sense because maybe I lived a life where I was a lot of disconnected and not totally aligned. Maybe it was a wake up call from the universe telling her, Hey, you need to wake up and do something else. Right. Right. And I thought, you know, Jim quick, do you know him? No. Quick burning? No, he's amazing. He, I think he has said something like, it's about turning your mess into your message. And I love that. You turning know? your mess into your message. Yeah. I love that. That's a great phrase. Yeah. yeah. So um, it, it's about finding, finding the wisdom in what you have experienced, right? Mm-hmm. So I know that um, I'm going to ask you this question because mm-hmm. I believe it's very relevant to today. If you could go back in time and change that one moment in your life where you got hit in the head and had your head trauma and your entire life turned upside down, would you take back mm-hmm. anything in your life? And change it, you mean? Yes. Don Marie, no, I wouldn't. Thank you for saying that. No, I wouldn't have done it. Thank you. Because I believe that makes us who we are. Yeah. The traumas in our lives build us 
to become a better person. And I'm glad that you said no. I would not change my life because I still say it today. I would never change my life or any other trauma or anything I went through. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, thank you for being honest and thank you for not wanting to change your life. I appreciate that. So how is the family doing with all of your new discoveries and your new way of living and how is like everything around your world today in Norway and your friends and your family affecting to, you know, your new career, your mindfulness and moving forward? I mean, you must be getting tons of friends and family like, I need your help. Well, uh, you know, actually, it, it, it is a lifestyle, so, and I've done everything that I can to really engage my family. You know, my son, I think he was seven years old the first time. He was with me in a yoga, and of course, I went home and had their, you know, teaching them yoga and involving them and talking about the breath. I've been very, you know, I've actually been teaching. It's amazing. I got this opportunity to, to teach athletes, soccer players in yoga. So, and my son attended this and I had my daughter in courses and self-esteem. So there's a lot of focus on mental health and how to take care of the body, listen to the body and actually be aware. We love to ask questions, but I'm, I have to say that, and this is what I'm passionate about also with women, because this affects the whole family and it hasn't just been easy. They had this very, they had one mom before and one mom after, and that hasn't been easy. But you know, that, that's another very powerful thing you just said. We had the mom before, and now we have the mom today. But I believe the mom before was meant to be that mom, and the mom today, which you are, and an inspiring businesswoman and moving forward, have taken every single tragedy in your life and built it to become stronger living with fibromyalgia and ME and chronic pain and a brain injury and just continuing to move forward to better yourself. And you're not just bettering yourself, you're bettering your family. And that makes you a super mom. Thank you. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I really believe that yeah, this what this is your journey. This is what you're supposed to be doing. But I loved how you separated that with mm -hmm. they had that mom then, but they have the new mom today. But you're always going to be the mom in anything you do in life. Yeah. But your number one thing is you. Stina, that's you. Take care of you first first priority then your children yeah. then your and husband that, yeah and that has been uh, not easy but that's why i one thing i'm very passionate about is helping and supporting people to learn to love themselves mm -hmm. because that was i mean that was not easy for me to learn to just love who i am mm -hmm. and who i finding out who i am 
Yeah. But you know, it, I, I'm so glad you say this, Don Marie, and that you are a, a great example too, because we need to take care of ourselves. Self-care is so important. It's not selfish. It's actually taking responsibility and showing our children yes. that if mom or dad can take care of themselves, then I can too. Exactly. I mean, there's a point in time where you become a mother and a father and the baby needs you 100% going through life and learning to grow. But once you get them to that certain point in life, that's when you got to start teaching them self-love. And I would always tell my children, I love you and you're great, but I never taught my children self-love. Because I didn't understand what self-love was. And that, I believe, really needs to be the key things of becoming a parent. Yeah. And, you know, going through life. And I believe we miss that mark. And now today, whoever takes your class, you could be teaching that for someone who is in their 19s, 20s. You know, yeah. moving forward and a new becoming marriage that's taking your class and really understanding self-love. And I really believe self-love has always been around, but never spoken. Yeah. And also, you know, this is why I, I love the work that Dr. Renee and I am doing, actually having these workshops, both for children, but actually also for parents, teachers, because mm -hmm. it is my dream that mindfulness, if it's, if it's yoga or Qigong, something about being aware of the mind, empowering, strengthening, resilient mind and body connection. Mm -hmm. Teach it in the schools. Get yeah. it out there. But we don't. And that needs to be done. So, Dr. Renee, you're on right now. I can see all your beautiful questions coming through. You know, she's an incredible doctor. She mm -hmm. is spiritual. She's a mother of two amazing yeah. children. Um, you're working with her. You're learning from her. She has taught me so much, um, you know, over the last several months, and that needs to be taught in school. Yeah. And somehow, some way, we really need to get this in the schools around the world. Around the world. Yeah, and I think it's so great, you know, Don Marie, that we can connect and that we can, you know, collaborate in some way, talk positive, have, you know, support each other. We, we need more. We, there's no competition at all because the, the need is, it's huge. The need is so, massive. So the, more, the more people we are that, that talk about mental health, that talk about self-compassion, self-love, the better it is. Exactly, exactly. And not only that, but we've always been taught, don't talk about your past. Mm -hmm. Don't talk about your insecurities. It makes you mm -hmm. weak. Don't yeah. talk about the word suicidal thoughts. Mm -hmm. People will think you're crazy. Well, you know what? I, I've been through it all. I lived it all. I did mm -hmm. it all. I, I Once again, I am not proud of trying to take my life. I am not proud of wanting to take my life for so many years. But the reason why mm -hmm. is because we were never taught 
to speak the truth of our pure heart soul and how deeply it affects us mind body and soul yeah. we were not taught that yeah. all we were taught was be quiet don't talk about that but you know what today that's what i am all about talk about it get it out there and heal find your healing find your love find your soul and i love that that's what you've chosen to do for the rest of your passionate life and it's incredible that you're working with children and working with dr renee and moving forward and not being ashamed we should never be ashamed of what has ever happened to us in our lives ever and I totally agree. I totally agree. And oh, it's so beautiful you, you mentioned it because you, you're so right. We know we, we learn all beautiful subjects and we're supposed to learn them. But what about mental health? What about emotional regulation like Dr. Renee is amazing at teaching? And how to regulate them by using so much wisdom from the, the, the East, you know, with, with mindfulness meditation. And, and this is it's 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 scientific you know it, it's so many beautiful research on how much it can improve yeah our health. i know it's incredible mindfulness is incredible on how it affects ourselves every single day and i know the days that i don't do my mindfulness morning routine or i like my day's too busy and I get to the end of the day, I gotta tell you, I'm wiped out and mentally exhausted because I didn't pre-prep myself that morning for whatever reason. And it's so important and key to remember, get up, go to the mirror and look yourself in the eye and just say, I love you. The first response to the brain is what you think. If you get up in the morning and you think, it's gonna be a shitty day, guess what's gonna happen? Mm. you've already pre pre-wired your brain to think it's going to be a shitty day but if you wake up in the morning and you think it's a beautiful day the sun is out and i'm happy and i'm going to move forward i'm going to find something beautiful today your day is pre-planned with your mind to keep thinking positively yeah oh that is so important you know training that mind and especially when you have these challenges like you know we do mm -hmm. we we have to be even more into having routines followed every day of self-care i have my own routines in the morning and in the evening mm -hmm. for sure and it's uh, and and you know the thing is uh don marie that i'm very engaged in mental health and, and removing the stigma and that we are going to share our stories i'm a big fan of dr love or Brené brown talking about vulnerability, authenticity, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. and courage. And uh, so, so uh, the, the, the thing I really am passionate about is, you know, finding the resources in every single one of us, the uniqueness, because we have it, and not just focus on the diagnosis. Exactly. Because we're not, we're not just the diagnosis, we're so much more. Right. We are so much more. Just because we have a diagnosis doesn't mean it's going to ruin our life. And everyone, everyone has something. I mean, if you can, if you can just wake up and, and gratitude is super important. And, you know, what I will say about gratitude is that if you're 
really severe depressed, it can be difficult to be grateful because you're actually, you can be more, feel more guilty because you know you have a lot to be grateful for, but you don't know how to be. Then do everything in your power to be self-compassionate and learn just accept yourself as you are and do the small, small things you can do. Yeah. And it's you know, if it's, yeah. How many years did it take you to learn that? Oh, it took me at least two years. I mean, I was a little stubborn and, you know, I was, <laughs> yeah, but I was, I grew up with this mindset and work hard, work through it, you know. I wasn't, it took time to learn to listen and, and embrace myself with the self-compassion and self-love. It did. Yeah. Just have to be honest. But I had really digged into everything about, you know, watched and read Brene Brown, mindset with Carol Dweck, grit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Visualization, affirmation, you know it. Yeah, well, we have to because mm -hmm. like we, we were saying earlier in our conversation, we mm -hmm. were taught to always be quiet about our past, how we were raised, the trauma we lived through. We were never taught to research and look into it and how to better ourselves. I believe within the last five to 10 years, that whole bettering yourself, moving forward, self-love. And I think right now in 2020, all of us being quarantined and everything going on in the world, we all had to really look closely in that mirror and say, what am I going to do with my life? How do I better my life? Yeah. I need to well, love me first before yeah. I can give love. And people and that, change that sometimes. Don't you agree? People think I have to love, 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 but I'm not going to receive love. But the thing is, is you need to give yourself love every day and receive it before yeah. you can love anybody else. And what that, that is that is so beautiful because to me it's uh, it's about balance, mm -hmm. right? You have to you have to receive, you have to fill your own you know cup, and and and, and I think it's very important also to give. Yes. I mean, I've got to share with you, Don Marine. The worst thing for me when I had the accident and and my my life changed, it wasn't it wasn't the disease or the pain or you know these things was actually that I felt I lost my purpose my meaning I really mean it it was so hard on me you know I did everything I, I think I, I managed to take care of my family pretty good but uh, not being able to serve that was that was I mean I mean and that was my I, I, when I lost that I, I, I also wanted to kill myself. I wanted to end my life. And I'll never, ever, I had this really strong experience uh, once I lived in the north in Boda, where you wanted to share it. Share uh, it, yes. I believe that the listeners... Because, and, and the reason why I'm, I'm, I want to share it, in two days there is actually this, you know, the suicide uh, prevention day. And we both have been so, you know, broken that we wanted to end our lives. And I think it's important to talk about it because not only the sunshine stories on Instagram, it's more behind it. And I remember in 
in Buddha when, you know, after all this had happened and I have, I did everything to manage my life. And I was one day, I was in so much pain and I remember literally laying on the floor. We didn't have any family or support. And I was like, I was crying. I, I just wanted to get out of my body and, and the pain anyways. I remember I closed my eyes and just cried and I, I, I uh, prayed to God and I, I told him, please, please end my life. And in the second I've done that, I had this image in my mind of my two kids laughing and smiling. And I yelled out, please, please, God, forgive me, please. And I remember I took my right arm in the floor I took a deep inhalation and I lifted myself up and I said, Dear God, forgive me. If I have to live with this pain for the rest of my life, my kids are not going to lose their mom like I did because I lost my mom to alcohol when she was 20, when I was 21. I'm sorry. But here's the thing. To, no, it's okay. But here's the thing. In my healing process, I had to go back, Donnery, and I had to research the whole episode on that floor. And I told God, please, if I have to live with this pain for the rest of my life, so be it. What I did, I manifested that pain. And I had to go back and change that. I had to go back and say, I'm not these pains. I've got to give them all my self-compassion and love. And I have a much better life today, Don Marie. I watched cartoons, I watched funny, and I am all about, you look at my Instagram, I try my best to share joy, because we can do it, and we can do it better together, I swear. Yes. We're not alone, and we can feel alone, but I I know we're not alone. We're not, we're not. No, we, and look at this, yeah. I mean, you're in Norway, I'm in California. <laughs> we're talking today, no one is ever alone. Um, there is always someone nearby or a telephone or whatever is going on in our lives. But if you ever get to the point that we both were at. And we have, I know. And been, you, you laid there asking to take your life. I took all the pills I had yeah. to take my life. And if it wasn't for my phone and leaving my goodbye message right. and it going onto my iPad and my husband waking up to the message. I would not be here today. Robert saved my life and got all that medicine out of me. And I, I'm here today because I this is my this is my journey. I'm not supposed to go yet. This is your journey. You were not supposed to go. And it is suicide prevention month, September. And in two days is suicide prevention day. And the more that we talk about it and we acknowledge it, the better the world will be because we need to acknowledge that this depression and diseases and the pain that people go through every day, mentally, physically, whatever it may be, there is a way out. There and is I support. I want to share something, Don Marie, because... Brittany Brown, if you don't know her, please go out and, and read about because here's the thing she says, share this, share your story, own your st story first, and okay. share it with someone who deserves to hear it. Mm -hmm. Because I've shared my, I, 
I've shared my stories also with people, uh, not all of it, but some. And if they're suffering themselves, it's maybe they're not able to listen to it, and it's okay. But we need to share it with somebody who is there for us to listen. Exactly. Self-compassion and be self-compassion to ourselves and, and receive the compassion we deserve. So true. That's so true. And the more that we speak about it, the more that we get people to acknowledge it, the more that it is not taboo, that it is a disease and we need help and we need awareness to continue to move forward, the better the world will be. And to stop people from judging you for a disease or for a mental illness or judging you, period. Mm -hmm. All of that needs to stop. And you moving forward with your career and being a mindfulness teacher and a coach and wellness, we need more of this. We need it every day in our lives. And... We need, we need people, we need to give people hope and we need yeah. to give people tools to what can you do. Exactly, exactly. Because you can change, you can change your mindset, you can change your, do something with your body, you can do something mm -hmm. and you're not alone. And it's not a one-time deal. It's not a, I'm going to take this class and all of a sudden I'm going to be better in a week. It, please, whoever's watching this interview, it is not meant to be like that. It, these are the tools that you teach every day to children, to adults, to young teenagers, um, to elderly. Everyone that teaches these classes of mindfulness and self-love, most of us have been through extreme trauma and have taken that step to suicide. It is a 1,000 billion percent every single day process. It is every day, every day baby steps to get to the next step, to get to the highest step. And then you fall back. But then you got to learn to pick yourself up. You can't always rely on that other person. It's rely on you first. Love you first, right? Absolutely, and so important to find a community where you feel that you belong and, and that you matter and that you mm -hmm. feel that you are loved for who you are and not what you do or yeah. what you, uh, you know, right? Love for who you are. So true. So, and, and in this community, try to bring something, you know, into it with, with, uh, the best mindset you can and, and learn something new there's exactly. always something to learn and you know this is funny i had a story a couple of years back my daughter came home you know i have no friends you know and i was like i think i have been meditating but i was actually patient i said okay uh, how many people are in your class and we you know and okay and i asked like do you, are you familiar with Wayne Dyer? He's one of my biggest inspirators. But anyways, I asked, do you like you? Well, yeah, I like me. And we reflected on there's 7 billion people on this earth. If you know 100 and you say you have no friends, well, guess what? There's over 6 billion more people out there. Keep looking. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
you know um i love that i love that you just said that don't give up there you know and the tool that we're using today instagram live and instagram or facebook or wherever you're at twitter or you know whatever social device you're on you can reach people around the world that are either going through the same story you're going through and create a beautiful connection with them and it's it's beautiful i mean i've met so many people through instagram since i started the journey and then writing my first book and then the second one when you open up and you're truthful that's when your community builds that's when your support builds and when you are not afraid to say yeah i struggle every day it's not all about roses you know no, it's, not. it's not all about the roses and it's not all about the perfect photo on instagram either it's about the story behind it that's connections exactly exactly authenticity connections yeah. vulnerability strength right ability of strength and yeah. to be able to word it and some people can't write it down with what they're feeling but they can get on live and they can talk about it and they can do a voice speak over to a photo and talk about it if you can't write it in a certain form but there's so many ways we can talk about all of the trauma in life and how to find mindfulness and rebuild and that's what you do today so i want you to talk to everyone now if you can and just explain your business mindfulness and how you go about it and how they can help um themselves by finding you so where can we find you here yeah, on instagram yeah it's best to find me and, and reach me and on instagram i try to share something every day and uh, i'm you know mindful living with stina and um you know, phone number 0047-41-258705. You can just, you know, I haven't built a, a, a platform yet, but I do Zoom and I have this amazing upcoming with Dr. Renee. And yeah, so, so just reach out and I hope I will, I love working with groups. I don't mind working with the groups uh, teaching mm -hmm. mindfulness at all. That's Absolutely. great. That's that great. Would be lovely. I would love to do that. So, so they can find you through, do you have a website link that they can find you through your Zoom to book an appointment with you? Uh, my website is Norwegian. <laughs> Norwegian, okay. Yes, and I want to, um, I want to work uh, in English. My course mindfulness it reads it's English, so I need to build more. You know the technical, but I have my this, the last year you had this question. I've learned so much, and I, I know you know I've I made meditations. Uh, I uploaded to YouTube. So just reach out, and I would love to share some. You can take you can have you know a meditation for free, and I also have. Uh, beautiful tools for the mindset too. That's great. So, yeah. That's amazing. And um, everybody also, um, Dr. Renee, 
Um, the two of you work really well together and can really help anybody that is looking for help. Um, I mean, I've reached out to Dr. Renee quite a bit. She's amazing. And the fact that you're both teaching together is, is a true gift um, to all of us that need help every day. And, you know, it's kind of like tuning up your car, right? We take better care of our cars than we do ourselves, and and I use that phrase because most of us have to save a lot of money to buy our first car, right? It costs a lot of money to take care of your body, but for some reason we seem to think I don't want to spend that much money on my body, or my health, or my wellness, or this or that, anything to do with your positive mindset of you, right? We don't want to spend the money because that's too expensive. I'm not going to do that. But when it comes to your car, oh my God, I need an oil change. I need new tires. I got to do this. I got to do that. Oh, the bell went off. Oh, my tire's low. We pay more attention to the little thing in front of us on our dashboard to take care of our car than we do our body. Our body is doing the same thing. When you have a headache, your body's telling you something's wrong. Yeah. When you have a stomach ache, your body's telling you you have something wrong. But it's not in front of us like a flashing red light. But it's about us every single day when something is wrong. But we are not in tuned to believe within that. Our health is the most important thing without a doubt. Yes, and that needs to be priority and that needs to be taught. Mm -hmm. It needs to be taught in the home as parents, but it also needs to be taught in the schools. And it's not just the pyramid that you go to when you go to gym. Everyone has it around the world. That pyramid of food. Well, the top mm -hmm. pyramid, hello, it's everything that none of us should be eating. <laughs> it's all inflammatory foods. Uh, and it's, connect, it's connected, you know, I, and, and why mindfulness is so beautiful to me and so many others. It's, it's about taking care of your health because when you are in balance on the inside, you are much more capable of making the choices that are good for you. Right. Eating, you know, when you're in that, you know that when you're not stressed, when you're calm, you take much better choices. You communicate better. You eat better. You know, you, you exercise. And you, you take both. care of your outer being as well yeah. as your inner being. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that that is not vanity. That is not you know, being selfish, that's no. being number one. That's being taking care of you. Because once you get past, let's say, what age is it really? Like 13, when someone can physically get up, make their bed. Well, they can do it a little younger. But, you know, let's just throw out the general age group through around the world because some parents believe you have to be a teen before you're able to, you know, walk to school on your own or move forward or, you know, do your homework by yourself, all those things. If we start teaching our kids from day one and putting that in their mind thought process of 
take care of you. I love you. You know, spiritually, I love you. Mentally, I love you. And put those words into their thought process. They're going to remember them as they turn two and three and four and five. But we don't say those words. Right? I mean, you're in Norway. How I Think of how you raised your kids and the way I raised my kids. It was all about put your toys away. Uh, make, you know, make your bed, pick up your, put your chair in. Like we never said those words to our kids other than I love you, you're adorable, congratulations, you got an A on your test, which are all positive things, right? But where did all yeah. the mindfulness words come from? The self-love come from? The compassion? Yeah. We, I, the, um, I think I've always been aware of this because I, you know, I, I was so fortunate. It has been my career, you know, always working with the mind and asking these open questions and, and uh, really been, you know, following up my kids in, in sports, uh, been a lot outdoors. I am a nature lover, as you can see on Instagram. So, but you know, it's, even though, you know, our kids spend so much time outside the home in these institutions that uh, we need help, that we cannot just teach it from home. We need more schools, kindergartens uh, to, to help us uh, mm -hmm. develop social, uh, you know, social skills, emotional regulation, mindfulness, taking care of the body, nutrition. And I think there's a lot of schools doing it, but we need much more. We need a whole lot more for the yeah. next generations. I mean, yeah. we still have so much more to learn and how to parent and how to be a teacher and how to move forward in life in a positive aspect and how to live in a world of love instead of hatred. It's just, it, it, we are the human race and we need to continue to move forward with grace and compassion. Yeah. You know, it's just, there's, there's just so much negativity in the world and until someone stands up and says, I've had enough, then someone behind that person does it with them and keeps moving forward. That's where I see the world going, and that's where we really need to focus on. Yeah, and it starts with us, you know, and, and I think I have teens now, and just the conversation, you know, having dinner together, looking into our eyes, telling about the day, you know, discussing the values is so important in the family. Mm -hmm. You know, I have my values, my husband, we have some common values, my children have their values. And it's so important to talk about these things and how we can support each other. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. How can we support each other? <laughs> and we need to stop that. That person's going to get one more step ahead of me. Throw yeah. all of that away. Just throw it away. Because when you have that, I don't want that person to get one more step ahead of me or get better than me, you've got a problem. You need to really analyze that and take a look in the mirror because it's about helping each other grow and move forward and consistently believe that the world can be better. And negativity is toxic. It's toxic. And I also call negativity 
energy vampires. I talk with my um, my best friend ever, Jenna, um, and I'm always like, gosh, people are like, I just feel like they're sucking the life out of me sometimes. They're like energy vampires. Mm -hmm. Right? This is what I just, you know, I dig into these uh, accounts that is, 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 also, is positive and, and, you know, not that they're, it's not about being perfect at all. It's about being real, but just, you know, not, can experience difficult things but not staying there but just just finding some hope or something you can do to 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 fill your yourself and, and, and I mean we, we we need to create some positivity we do yeah we do and and I think it everything will be better if we can take better care of ourselves and health and, and show ourselves self-compassion. It is a key. I mean, um, and, and learning, listening to, to podcasts or music or dance, <laughs> dance, you know, do something that will, will shift your energy. And it, it's a key word, the energy. Yeah. Energy. And it changes. Yeah. And it what mindfulness is so good at it is like it's not it's not removing your thoughts it's just observing them with a with an open compassionate heart you know exactly. allowing yourself to feel whatever you feel and then just just be there with it with compassion and see this is so beautiful seeing that it it passes exactly you know even even pain is not constant it, 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 it changes. Yeah. Look at Mother Earth. Everything is to change. So true. Nothing is flow. forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It. It. We have to continue to flow with the world around us. Um. Yeah. But it doesn't mean we have to give in. You know, it's all about get back up, take one mm -hmm. more step forward, and we're all yes. gonna get knocked down again. Or someone's going to try to knock us down, or something. Um, diseases happen every single day. You know, um, it's all about getting back up and one step forward. You can begin again and again. It's yeah, just it's, it's continuing to move forward. Yeah, and you know it best, Dawn. It, it's work. It's daily work. You know? It's constantly daily work. <laughs> And sometimes you just don't want to work. I mean, yesterday I literally slept all day long, all day. I'm like, I'm taking the day off. <laughs> and I, I woke up, I watched a really funny movie. I laughed and I'm like, I'm tired. And I went back to bed and I slept for four more hours. And then I got up, I had something to drink, eat. And then I went back to bed. <laughs> and that was my day. And before I knew it, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's just it's not you don't have to be 100% every single day doing something you got to take care of you whatever that may be yeah and mindfulness be mindful of what you need yeah so you've had an incredible life's journey you have done everything in your path to what has brought you here today. 
I am honored that you came on to live with Marie. And um, for anyone that's just joining in that missed the very first part of the episode, you can go to my Spotify page um, today and listen to the entire interview um, with Estina and um, move forward. And always remember, you're never alone. Is there anything else you'd like to say to our viewers? Just, I mean, you're here for a reason. You have some beautiful, special uniqueness within you. And yeah, I would just follow up. You're never alone. There's always someone out there who has gone through something similar. similar. Mm -hmm. And that has gotten through it you know reach out people mo most people they would love to help mm -hmm. they would it is a gift to, to give and help others it totally and is. you belong you really belong you do please yeah. please never i mean just remind yourself that you do belong we all belong never give up. Yeah. yeah never give up you matter and you're here for a reason Many, many people who have experienced, you know, traumas, they have managed to grow from it and become, you know, like we said earlier in this interview, you know, we wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't. No. I've been asked it a million times. Mm -hmm. um, I would never change anything that happened in my life because it got me to the point of where I am today. And, you know, I still struggle. I still struggle with self-doubt. I still struggle with, oh, I can't take one more day of pain. I still struggle with how do I stay happy every single day? It doesn't mean I'm happy every single day. I have really, really tough days. We all do. Um, but I do manage to find somewhere along that day a chunk of happiness to focus on. And it's okay when we can't. And it's okay when we get upset. But when we realize what we're getting upset about, do we really let that control our life? Or do we let it be and move forward? And it's about, you know, learning to try to learn to accept what is. Exactly. Because, and it's, it's about energy, you know, just allowing yourself to be in that place and mm -hmm. just really having faith. Try to remind yourself of how much you have overcome already. Yeah. I mean, how amazing you're alive. <laughs> alive. Oh, yeah. I am. I, I'm alive because of the magic of my phone message going to my iPad. And I'm alive because Robert saved me. I'm alive because it wasn't my time to go. And I needed to realize that. And more and more is going to hit me. The older I get, there's going to be things that are kind of come down the road. And we're all going to be faced with the challenges of getting older in life and the things that happen to our bodies and moving forward. But today, within today's world, we need to focus on taking care of us first. Yeah. Once Absolutely. we're taken care of, then 
everything else will fall into play. And once we realize and say, I love you, not I love you to everybody else. I say I love you to everybody else all the time. It's I love you. So, Stina, when you look in the mirror, say I love you. When I look in the mirror, sometimes I say I love you. Oh my God, you need to color your hair. You know, it could just be something funny. But it's just the words. I love you. Looking at yourself in the mirror is a trigger to the brain of pure happiness and joy. And you and some, feel it. And another very beautiful thing is also doing inner child work, you know, where you, because when you see yourself as a child, it is so much easier to be compassionate and to just embrace your, your own self. And, and there's so many beautiful things you can do in self-compassionate, mindful work, you know, just feeling yourself, your body, getting into the body, doing a body scan. It's amazing. Those are amazing, by the way. So yeah. if you do body scans, everybody, you need to start following her because I've done body scans with the intuitive, um, intuitive, my, sorry, my brain's not working at the moment, intuitive life. And she, she, she lives in Michigan. I live here in California. She does the routines with me all the time. I work with Don, um, Dr. Shauna Shapiro on mindfulness and meditations where she has taught me so many things that now I can teach. And it's a lot of work, but it is working for the best of the human being. One, ourselves, two, everybody else. So, yes, I love that you can do that. Are you also going to study, let me ask you this question, do you want to study Reiki? I have been taking a course with, uh, with Diane. Okay. So, yeah, I have. It's amazing. So I'm humble. I'm using it on myself and my family. <laughs> but, yeah, it's amazing. It is. I, and it's so, you know, I, I, I feel there, it, do you say a red thread through everything I've done? Mm -hmm. it, 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 it's connected, you know everything I've done and so Reiki is just a beautiful because I believe so much in energy and I was actually praying for it because the, my spirituality you know having a spiritual practice too especially having faith you know has meant a lot to me to mm -hmm. to heal and not only pray to God when everything is awful but praying to God and thank him you know the universe whatever you believe in is very yeah, me. because I think take care of your mind, your heart, your body, and so we're we're you know holistic. We are holistic. We're holistic. an energy. Yeah. We're all combined yeah. together by an energy force, which is spiritual in itself, enlightening and, this, and moving forward. And, and this is why I love. I don't. I don't know if we talked about it, but this is why I love to work uh, with with the Kundalini Yoga, medio, medical yoga, like mm -hmm. I share, because we work with the spine. And actually one of my, uh, after moving from Buda, uh, from the north in Norway to the south, uh -huh. my first job was actually being a, uh, a personal assistant for a woman in her wheelchair with MS. I love... I don't uh, love that she was in the wheelchair, but I love that that was your first job. 
Yeah, and and you know, she was a, she had been an amazing, successful lawyer and active and everything, and but she had the most amazing mindset. She was like, Stina, let's breathe, let's do, let's do yoga. You know, I helped her with her arms, and we we did what we could do. She only had focus on what she could do, and she lived in the moment. That's, I love that. I wish but I could have met her. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so grateful for for working with her. Oh, thank you. Thank you for talking about yeah. that because it's very difficult for us living with multiple sclerosis, um, you know, of the disease of the brain and the central nervous system. You can't see it. We all look totally normal unless we get to the walker, to the wheelchair, to, you know, losing our eyesight or a facial recognition of looking like we're paralyzed. Um, and we all experience it completely differently. And we are, we all know what it feels like, but we're all completely different from one another. There's not one person with multiple sclerosis that has all of the same symptoms. So the fact that you got to work with her and that she was a lawyer and she had a marvelous life and that you were able to help her move forward and realize she could still do stuff while she was in the wheelchair is fantastic. And but I felt like I helped her, but she helped me too. She yeah. taught me so much beautiful, you know, about embracing the moment and being happy for what you have. Yeah. I mean, she really didn't expect anything. She just embraced what she had and lived in the moment. She was, she's, she is a beautiful woman. I'm so proud of her. Oh, give her a hug for me if you ever see her again. I would. Yeah. And so, and I, I just have to share. I before I came on, I I drank this yogi tea. Uh huh. And I, I don't know if you're familiar, but there's messages on them. Oh, what's the message? The message, and this is amazing, this is not a coincidence. The purpose of life is to enjoy every minute, every moment. I'm sorry, every moment. Enjoy the moment. The purpose of life is to enjoy every moment. Yeah, because we don't so know true. what tomorrow brings. We don't know what the next hour is going to bring. No. And I love that. That was beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I have to get that tea. I like that message. I want tea with messages. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't that be wonderful if you just kind of like walked by and walked into a store and someone just greeted you with a beautiful thing like that. You know what? This every every mirror. I actually saw this in one uh, shop, clothing shop. It had the mirrors, you're beautiful, all these beautiful oh. affirmations in them. I thought, oh, wow, this is amazing. Right? So See? That's the, all those messages, right? Right. And even on your own mirror at home, mm -hmm. you know, get a beautiful pen, like a silver or gold or whatever your favorite color is, and just write yourself a message. And just have it be there when you wake up every morning. And then when you need to change it, change it to another beautiful message and go from there. But it's all about saying hi in the moment and you are amazing and you're wonderful and you're a part of my life and you've made a difference. And yeah, 
just look at the world differently. Look at the trees, look at the plants, you know, look at the bird flying over your head and just think about how, what a miracle that is. And a newborn baby, you know, and just when they grab their, like your finger, when their little hands just grab your finger and just imagine that soft touch that that baby's learning. And life is a miracle and we need to really treasure that miracle and treasure us. Treasure our hearts, treasure who we are. Because without us, we would not be able to touch lives. Without tragedy, we would not be able to touch another person's life that needs our help or we need their help. Life is a miracle and we need to acknowledge that every single day. Being alive is a miracle. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. And just, you know, just taking taking those deep breaths, using your senses, as you say, smell a flower, you know, do something nice for yourself every single day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Just, every day. And it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't no. even have to cost anything. It, it could just be sitting down and meditating. It could just be reading a book again or watching your favorite movie, that's time for you. It's not scheduling, you know, a $300 spa day. That would be awesome, but that's not reality. Reality is opening up and loving you. I'm so glad you are saying this because a lot of people with some kind of, you know, illnesses or something, or a lot of people being out of work and not having money, well, they have so I, I I've really met people that they don't have a lot of belongings or, or they're, they're they're just so happy inside. Mm -hmm. Declutter. Okay. Yeah. Declutter your environment mm -hmm. to accept the love within yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's a that's a real thing. Like decluttering and I've done a lot of decluttering in my life. Let me tell you. Like from from the Front to the back, to my brain, to my body, to clothes, to furniture, you name it. Declutter everything that is negative in your life. That feels like it's crashing down upon you. Declutter it. Analyze why am I holding on to things that don't make me live another day better. And focus on the things you do need to bring into your life. So cl make clutter a mindset instead of a physical product mm -hmm. clutter your mind with positivity clutter your heart with joy and passion clutter your spirit with joy to share we got to change that word mm -hmm. to the positive so declutter the the products of your life that are holding you down but clutter the love but I, I love you say that it's like kind of a, a, both a, a detox, you know, mm -hmm. because when you change, it, you have to let go of something. Right. So you can receive something else. Exactly. So yeah. I love that you said that. Um, yeah, because a lot of people get stuck in the decluttering world mm -hmm. uh, or more is going to make me happier. The only thing of more that's going to make you happier is more love. Mm -hmm. 
more compassion, more mindfulness, more self-realizing -real of who you are. That's what we need more of. And, you know, food will always be there. Maybe not in abundance, but something, you know, and surround yourself with people that support you for who you are. Surround yourself with love. Surround yourself with people that build you up and don't break you down. Or if people are constantly saying, oh, well, you always, eat. well, that was easy for you. No, it wasn't. Explain your story. Tell your truth. Continue to move forward. And don't ever be ashamed of what happened to you. Oh, that is so powerful, Don Marie, because really, I think a lot of people that I also listen to, they're really struggling with fear and shame, you know, holding on to all this guilt, you know, and judging themselves. I was there. And when, yeah, and when you're judging yourself, it's so easy to get into this negative visual cycle and begin to judge and blame others too. Yeah. But if you embrace yourself with self-compassion and self-love, you will see you will, it would be much easier to love others too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you'll start to notice a change. You'll Instead of walking with your head down, you'll walk with your head up. And then all of a sudden your shoulders are back. And then all of a sudden you're smiling. And then all of a sudden you're like, hello, how are you? Wow, you look fabulous today. And that's true. It's coming from your heart. It's not, oh, you have a nice dress on. There is a difference within the world and how we handle things. So don't look at things as, well, I wish I had that. Well, that's okay to do. But when you say it in that mindset, that's a negative thought to your brain. It would be like, oh, I'm going to, I would really love to have that. So I'm going to take the steps to move forward. It's taking the steps that we need to realize and stop analyzing all of the negativity of what made us where we are today. Let go of it. It's like a duck. Ducks don't swim backwards. They move forward. Or they move around. It's right or left or forward. You never see a duck pedaling backwards. And if you have, yeah, I send me the video because I've never seen it. But in a duck also, when something hits them, they just shake it off, their feathers. And that's also like an analogy I'd love to use because it doesn't serve you any good to have the negativity in your life. And if someone's negative towards you, that doesn't serve you justice either. It needs to go. It's like fish. When fish comes into your house, if you don't eat it in two days, it stinks. And then it starts to rot. And you got to get rid of it. So negativity is like bad fish, bad something. Get rid of it. Set it free until it knows to come back in a positive light. I think it's so important to set healthy boundaries mm -hmm. for yourself, you know, and ask yourself this, these questions. I heard something beautiful by Jay Shetty yesterday where he touched his heart and 
and said, we could all touch our hearts and say that I'm I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about mindfulness, not not having a, any expectations or not having the the need for comparing yourself. Let right. others inspire you. Let others, if they have something you, you you wish for, then ask them. What did you do? You know, live live the life you you want. Be grateful so for what you have. And share. And share your share your knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like you shared the books with us. And you share your knowledge every day with us. And you share your joy of being outdoors in your spirit. You're sharing that with the world. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's important and again about balance because if we're just, you know, external, living external, we will always see outside. But we need to go inside too to discover what is your uniqueness. What ha- what do I have? Yeah. that I can share with the world. You know, what do I love to do that I can share and that may help someone else? Exactly. And we all have something. We do. We just need to give ourselves time and to, to go in in silence and listen. Not be afraid to be with ourselves and right. actually be our own best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, That's because so true. we can't, if you... If you are expecting someone else to love you, you know, then if they don't, what what are you what are you gonna do? Right. You have uh, to love yourself. Yeah, take and, responsibility. Yeah. And if someone else loves you, that's a wonderful gift. But acknowledge it and say thank you and return the love. Yeah, and it doesn't mean it has, it's not, it, love doesn't mean a marriage or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or, you know, love is love. And yeah. it comes in so many different aspects of our world, of our everyday lives. And, I mean, it's just, we have to share more of it. We really yeah. do. Yeah, and, and, and you know the great thing, Don Marie, that when you love yourself, I really truly believe that you begin to attract others that mm-hmm. love themselves too. And that's the most important thing. I don't need people to, I, I appreciate people loving me. Don't, don't get me I wrong. do too. <laughs> but, but I'm responsible for loving me. Yes. And this is why when I share something in Instagram, I mean, I appreciate likes and comments, but I don't expect them really. And, you know, I, I don't. I, I love that people share. The, the most beautiful thing is if, when people can say, "Oh, this helped me." I, it makes me so happy. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not about me. It's a, it's about what I can bring that it has value to others. Really, I. And I found that, and I hope I can share with more people because I found my purpose again, Don Marie. And the reason why I wanted to leave this earth was because I I felt I couldn't. I don't have anything to bring to the world. Why should I be here? But now I found it. And that, that's why I tell everyone, you have something you need to share with the world. Everybody does. Yeah. Everybody was born into the world at a certain mm-hmm. time and place to different parents, yeah. to different societies, to wealth or no wealth. 
but we're all born for a reason. Yeah, and we have these amazing examples, Don Marie. We have Nelson Mandela, you know, know. what he went through. Yeah. We have Victor Frankl, his wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. Right. With finding meaning. Yeah. We can all do it. We can we, all do it. We all have the capacity and the mindfulness yeah. to move forward. And we don't need anything to fulfill us. We just need to wake up and discover who we are. Exactly. Already perfect. <laughs> that was a perfect phrase. Can you say that one more time? Because everybody needs to hear that. That we don't need to find something out external that fulfills us, but we just need to wake up and discover our own beautiful selves. That was beautiful. Thank you. So beautiful. So powerful. That was absolutely. Thank you. And I think the more that we do more live interviews like this around the world of sharing the truth, sharing our journey, and sharing the mindfulness and the compassion and love, the better our world will be. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on today, live with Don Marie. Thank you for having me, Don. I appreciate it. I know it's so late there. I am honored that you stayed up so late to talk with me here on uh, Pacific Coast time. And everyone in Norway, thank you so very much. You have a beautiful gift here. When you see her on the street, give her a giant hug and hello, or hello, um, and just know that she's here to help everybody around the world and i thank you so very much for your kindness for your love your support and everything that you're moving forward with today and i'm glad and happy you didn't take that get to that next step and i'm glad and i'm happy that my life was saved as well and together we're going to keep moving forward and touching lives and same to you, Don Marie. I thank you so much for using your beautiful voice and being so kind and supportive to people, you know, and really being vulnerable, like, and strong enough to be in your life and showing and sharing your truth. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not ashamed anymore. I am who I am and yeah. my journey was meant to be lived and I'm living it. So some days is hard, some days it's good, but honestly, 90% of my life is 100% love. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for loving you. Thank you for loving you. And that took forever, by the way. All of you listening, when we say love yourself, it doesn't mean it happens in one day. It's a constant daily effort of work and moving forward and guidance. And sometimes you need help to get there. But love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you can't give love. Yeah. Thank you, Stina. I look forward to our next interview. I can't wait. I'm super excited. I'm excited to continue to watch her page build and move forward. I will refer you to anyone that is looking for mindfulness and guidance and keep sending them your way. I truly appreciate you so much.
Thank, Thank you so you. much for having me. You're so welcome. Thank you, everybody, for watching live with Dom Marie and Stina. Thank you so very much. Very honored. And um, just maybe one day I'll get to Norway. I've never been there. So I hope maybe one day. <laughs> um, and just keep shining your beautiful light. All right. Love you. Love you, too. And um, give your girls a big hug for me and your husband and tell them to keep supporting your beautiful life. Thank you. Have a beautiful day, Dawn. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a great day. Ah, <laughs> my fingers are too short. There we go.